beautiful, gorgeous friends. Welcome back to the We Start Here podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and on this podcast, we usually talk about things related to self-care and living our best lives. (laughs) So I wanted to just first say a happy new year, happy 2022. We've got big things coming this year, and I'm just really excited to get started. I wanted to start off 2022 with another dating stories episode just because everyone seemed to really love it last time when I talked about my personal dating stories and what a freaking mess they are. Um, I also am gonna at the end of this episode just talk a little bit about red flags and boundary setting and how I personally get the most out of dating Um, because yeah right now I, I am a single woman. I am very single, um, so I am dating and, you know, in that scene, so I figured this would be a nice way to start off the new year. So, to start things off, uh, let's set the scene, let's go back to 2018, picture a young 22-year-old Sam, fresh out of a four-year relationship, just moved back home from Maryland, and I'm new on the dating scene. (laughs) Um, I matched with this guy on Tinder and honestly, I don't even remember his name. So we're just going to call him Joe. Joe and I, we went on a great first date. We went out to dinner. We had good drinks. It was an amazing conversation, good chemistry, all that good stuff. Everything seemed like a green flag to me. He was paying for dinners, making sure I was comfortable, not pushing things too fast physically. And so we were dating. We weren't like exclusively like seriously dating but we were talking getting to know each other and one day about three weeks into talking um I was driving over to his place because he told me his car was in the shop I was like no big deal I can drive us to dinner I think we were going to dinner and a movie so um there I was you know just thinking it was going to be a normal date night but as we're on the way to the restaurant he's like oh I forgot something at my friend's house would you mind if we went to go pick it up I'm like Uh, okay, like, I guess that's fine. Uh, Like, as long as your friend doesn't live that far away, because like he lived, he lived like 20 minutes away from me. So like already I had to drive 20 minutes to get to him. So I was like, I'm not going to be doing like a cross country tour here. Like, as long as your friend is close, cool, whatever, we can go pick something up. He didn't tell me what we were picking up though. So, you know, big, big red flag there. And so we're driving and like 10 minutes pass by and obviously now it's not just right down the road, like 10 minutes have gone by. So I'm kind of like, uh, like what are we doing? And then we turn into his friend's driveway. Imagine (laughs) just the most disheveled house you've ever seen, just surrounded by an entire marijuana smoke cloud just from all the people standing outside smoking. And side note, I have no problem with weed. I smoke occasionally. I'm just trying to illustrate this for you. So he runs inside and I'm sitting in my car, panicked. I'm texting my best friend, like, what the fuck do I do? Like, I am having, I get a really bad vibe here. Like, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know. And 10 minutes later, literally I waited there for 10 minutes. He comes outside with a gym bag, like one of those, like you put it over your one shoulder, those big, like duffel bag looking things. And it is clearly full. Like I could clearly tell that there was something in the bag. And the minute he steps foot into my car, it reeks like weed. 
like literally like just a weed plant punched me in the nose like it smelled so freaking bad so i'm like uh what's going on here like hello <laughs> what's happening and he proceeds to tell me that what he forgot to pick up was you know just casually pounds of marijuana and apparently the police in his area had been like aware of him for a while like knew that he was kind of like doing some sketchy stuff um, but I guess like they'd never actually caught him so he thought by using my car and having me drive him like there'd be less of an issue or less of a chance of him getting in trouble so basically what happened here <laughs> This is man used me to go pick up his weed. Like I doubt his car was even in the shop. Like that was definitely just a lie. And my little 22 year old insecure, naive, immature self, I still drove him home after. I should have literally like the second it took him more than five minutes of me like waiting outside that house, I should have just like left, gotten the hell out of there because like why would I need to stay in that environment? But yeah, I was a youngin at the time. Definitely now I would not do something like this but it did happen so just just trying to be honest here and obviously like I never spoke to him again after that but um I did see him follow me on Instagram like a year ago and I just like immediately blocked him because we don't need any of that chaotic energy like this man low-key used me as a drug mule <laughs> like unknowingly like oh my god that is so that's really bad and then fast forward to like 2020 pre-lockdown it was like February of 2020 it's like pre-pandemic um I went on a date with this man we'll call him Travis Travis was super nice on our date very complimentary seemed to like really care about what I had to say like I specifically remember him asking a lot of questions which is something I love like when I'm getting to know someone just it makes me feel like they're actually interested in me when they have like follow-up questions to what I have to say. Um, but yeah, all that good stuff. It was a good date. And after our date, we kind of decided just to hang out in this little area near the restaurant that we were at. And we were sitting all comfortable and cute next to each other. And the conversation, it kind of got to a, a point where there was like a lull, like no one was really saying anything. And from that moment, he started nonstop talking about my body like literally inch by inch he's like your hair it's just so so beautiful your skin your lips blah 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 literally going through every single part of my body and at first I'm loving the compliments I'm like hell yeah we love an ego boost I know I'm the shit thanks for telling me I'm pretty <laughs> but then it started giving weird red flag kind of vibes like he was almost too focused on my body if that makes sense and once I noticed that I kind of asked like oh like would you say you have a type like or do you have a pattern with like the kind of people that you tend to date like physically and he flat out said well I've never been with a thick girl and immediately went back into your body is just so beautiful blah 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 and like <laughs> honestly it's nice to be complimented. Like, I'm sure we all love, you know, being told we're beautiful and stuff like that. But this was giving major red flags to me. Like, someone who is only concerned about your outward appearance and, like, hyper-focused on you because of a certain trait you have, like, physically, that's just a recipe for disaster. He was kind of 
giving off the impression that he was essentially only talking to me because he'd never experienced someone like me. And like, I'm not saying I'm super special by any means, but like maybe I was the first bigger woman he'd spoken to. Regardless, (laughs) this leads me into a red flag that I feel like a lot of women, especially bigger women, need to look out for. And that is someone just basically using you for your body. This man literally did a 180 from being super interested in things that I was talking about, like intellectual conversations, to making me feel really uncomfortable because of how much he was talking about my body, like talking about the things he'd do to me and like all of that. And let me just say, if that's what you're into, like if you're just looking for a physical relationship, a friend with benefits, that sort of thing, like something casual, pop off, live your best life, get yours. I fully support that. But what I'm talking about here is like when we are led to think that someone is on the same wavelength as us, as far as intentions and what we're looking for. And then we find out that they really only care about our bodies. And again, I think as bigger women, it's really easy to be sexualized, especially with like the recent acceptance of bigger bodies and like representation of larger bodies people i guess are now just more open to the idea of seeing larger people in a sexual way which in itself is fucked up like big bodies have always been sexy um but that's just like another topic for another time i've just seen it happen so many times to myself and some of my friends who are bigger that people are just interested in talking to us because they've like quote, never been with a big girl or want to experience a big girl. Like, ew. (laughs) Like, obviously, being with me is an experience, but not in that way. Like, it's just, I don't know. I wouldn't want someone to talk to me who, like, they were only talking to me because I have curves or a bigger butt or whatever else. Like, that is all, it's such shallow stuff that can literally be gone in two seconds Which is why if you're looking for something more serious, I'd really make sure that you're conscious of someone who is being overly complimentary, overly sexual, just overly focused on your body and your physicality and nothing else about like what else you bring to the table, like intellectually or spiritually or emotionally, any of that. Um, Yeah, definitely just be, be conscious of that. And my next story, it's kind of shorter, but it lends itself to a red flag that I want to talk about. So I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, I only went on a few dates with this man. Let's call him Ryan. (laughs) It was a pretty good vibe. Again, everything seemed to be going well, like it always does in the beginning. And then one night after we got dinner, we were sitting in his car and he was, well, we were both like on our phones. We were just like showing each other like funny videos or whatever. And he was scrolling through his Instagram feed to show me something. And I noticed that like literally every single photo on his like main timeline was just like a damn near naked woman. And I didn't say anything in the moment. But after I got home, I <laughs> I definitely went onto his Instagram profile to see who he was following. <laughs> and man's was following like literally over a thousand like IG baddies, models, whatever you want to call it like literally over a thousand and I know what I'm about to say it might not be a red flag for everyone but like just just hear me out I get a really bad taste in my mouth when a man I'm talking to or I'm involved with is out there like 
liking or engaging with basically naked photos of other women and obviously like this dude ryan and i were not exclusive in any way like he was totally fine to follow and like and do whatever he wanted but for me it was a red flag just because in my experience and what i've seen men like that like never want to stop following these women like even if they are in a committed relationship it's like the amount of times I've seen my friends upset because their boyfriends are liking photos of naked women or following a bunch of naked women on social media. It's happened to me too and it's just not a great feeling like at all. And I know some people see this as a petty thing and they're like, oh, it's just a like, like what does it really matter? But to me, like there's like a bit of a difference. Like it's totally normal to find other people on earth attractive if you're in a relationship. But it's not always the most normal thing to vocalize those feelings when you are like monogamous or committed. And to me, liking photos, actively following and engaging with these accounts that are just very sexual in nature, like the photos are very sexual. It's over the line simply because it's not porn. Like porn is a different story. And that's just like a whole other topic that like we're not going to get into right now. But it's literally just an attractive person posting like semi-sexual photos. And by liking those photos, you're kind of letting that person know like, I like what I see. And it just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. I think it might also have to do with the fact that I have a different perspective on this now because of my own Instagram like profile. I see literally married men every single day in my dms with bios like i love my wife and kids like established like 1995 whatever stuff like that and they're out here saying the most vulgar shit to me about what they want to do to me like all this sexual stuff and it's just i don't know it like it really does blow my mind and the same thing goes for like thirsty men in my comment section like i would be so embarrassed if I was in a committed relationship and with someone and they were commenting like such inappropriate things on another woman's photos, like, I don't know. And then in most cases from what I've seen, and I know me personally, like I really, I do not respond to comments like that. And I delete DMs like that. So nine times out of 10, like these women are not responding to you. So again, it's disrespectful number one but it's also embarrassing because like again if i were in a relationship with someone for them to be out there doing stuff like that and on top of it not even getting a response like you're just like shouting into oblivion with like the thousands of other men that are commenting on like this attractive person's photos it's just it's major cringe to me <laughs> and again i know not everyone would care about something like that but to me, it's a major turnoff and it's definitely a red flag that I look out for. And yeah, I don't know. Definitely let me know what you think about that because I know there are a lot of different opinions, especially because, you know, social media has become so ingrained into our lives now. Like pretty much everyone is on it in some capacity. So I feel like there's just more opportunity to, I don't even know how I want to word this, to see attractive people. Um... But again, there's a difference between like seeing someone thinking they're attractive and like in your head acknowledging like, oh, that's an attractive looking person versus like, you know, screaming out to the person, I think you're hot. I like what I see or like commenting on their photos or whatever. It's all just, 
very odd. <laughs> um, and then just to shift gears a little bit, I wanted to touch on things that you can do to get the most out of your dating experience because we've talked about just like my tragedies, my tragic, tragic stories. <laughs> but these are things that I've done to actually make dating more enjoyable. You know, gotta end this off on a positive note. Because honestly, dating can be tiring as hell and just like you can feel so defeated so easily. So my number one thing is to be honest and be completely honest. Be honest about your intentions, what you like, what you don't like. This person, they're a new person in your life. They don't know anything about you. They have no room to judge who you are. So be unapologetically yourself. And anyone who isn't accepting of that, you know they're not for you. And I know it's really easy, like, if you like someone, if you're really into someone, to just kind of agree with things they say or act like you're more into the things that they're into, but this never ends well. Trust me, I can tell you from experience, it does not end well. You're lying to yourself, you're lying to that person, and it's not going to make either of you happy in the end. So be honest. Like, don't say you're into hiking if you're not. Don't say you're down to be, like, doing something casual if you're really not. Like, that sort of thing. So someone, again, who's truly interested in you as a person will be accepting of you and what you honestly bring to the table. The second tip would be to know your boundaries. And I know this one is really tricky because it can be so tough to stick to boundaries. Like, the whole reason we set boundaries is because we know, like, what we're comfortable with is not working for us and doesn't fulfill us, make us happy. And it's just still so hard to do the things that we know are like actually what's best for us. So I think it's really important to check in with yourself a lot and know what you're comfortable with as far as dating before you get into any new situation. Because there's been a lot of times where I personally didn't respect my own boundaries and it left me feeling like an empty shell of a person. And that's not what we want. Like that's not dating, although a lot of times it is like dramatic and like a negative experience. Like that's not what it's supposed to be. So I would definitely say try to think about what you're okay with happening with a person as you're dating them. Continue to communicate those boundaries and then stick to them. <laughs> Very important last part, stick to them. And lastly, I would say to be aware of self-sabotage. This is something I am really guilty of. My subconscious, for some reason, it likes to think that I don't deserve quite literally anything good in this life. So I indirectly try to ruin every good thing that comes my way, including dating. So there was like a specific person I was talking to in like 2019, like mid 2019. And he was really just such a great dude, like super respectful, really fun, literally everything that I was looking for. But I was in a really bad place in 2019. <clears throat> One moment. over here um but yeah I was in a really bad place in 2019 I sabotaged that situation hard I made myself think he wasn't into me he didn't find me attractive or interesting and I was just like making myself believe that he was settling like bringing himself down a level to talk to me because he was bored or lonely and in doing that like I inadvertently pushed him away and nothing ever came of that situation. And it was one of those situations where I did genuinely feel like something serious could come of it. So, you know, just be aware of your own sabotage. There are good people out there. Not everyone is a trash piece of garbage, I promise. So make sure you're taking the time to mentally check in with yourself and just like make sure everything's okay with that. You know, remind yourself you do deserve good things in this life. You know, if someone is treating you poorly, that's not what you deserve. Um, and so, yeah, I, I hope these tips were helpful. 
or that you found my stories entertaining. I, I do still have a bunch more because honestly, my dating experiences are really just interesting to put it nicely. Uh, so definitely let me know if you'd be interested in a part three of this. But otherwise, I just want to thank you all so much for listening. And if you made it this far, I really do appreciate your support and understanding and just like general patience with me. Um, 2022 is really going to be a big year full of big changes. And just knowing I have the most amazing, supportive, kind, sweet community really freaking helps a lot. So I'm wishing you all positivity and health and happiness in this new year. And I really can't wait to see what we all accomplish. Like, I'm freaking hyped. So that's pretty much all I had to say. I will catch you guys all next week for another episode. Bye, friends. Bye.